0: Are you excited to be in the house of the living God this morning for life that He's given you? Let's find our way to Psalm 19, please. Why did I choose Psalm 19? It happens to be one of my favorite. It is one of the most simple Psalms that there is, but it's, it's the most beautiful to me because we're given just a quick summary of this whole chapter. It's got a lot of different things that we're talking about in here, but bottom line is, so here's the layout. God has revealed Himself to us in two different ways. His creation and His word, more specifically His word, um, and then lastly, what is our response to His creation and His word? So, um, so that's the section. I'm going to read through and comment as I go along, if that's okay. So, verse one: The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. So, real quick, I'm going to get out of the get, um, get the atheists out of the way because we're not going to mention them again, but. It is so obvious and um, evident that there is a God. Um, Romans 1, 20, verse, uh, yeah, verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Amen. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful but, become, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. They are without excuse. Um, but don't worry, they had a chance to give God glory. So the, I want to focus on the opposite of Psalm 19. I believe is um, Psalm 14 verse 1. "The fool has said in his heart, "There is no God. They are corrupt, they're corrupt. They have done abominable works. Um, there is none that doeth good." So when we see God's creation, we think, wow, there is a God, and wow, his word, I want to live for him, which is the perfect just momentum in this psalm. Um, moving up, I love thy law. And, or it doesn't say that, but it says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, and it moves on to God's word. Um, so that's the opposite of the psalm. Let us um, love God's creation and everything he, that he's created. So the heavens, we know, is above anything above us. And the firmament is anything within our atmosphere. Um, it could be the sky. It could be all the beautiful creations he's made. And if you've talked to me recently about the Lord, and I've really been excited about his creation and how beautiful it is, because I work with a bunch of atheists, and they keep talking about evolution and all this stuff. So it's got me really curious. Um, so if you think about just one, one quick handiwork that the Lord did was the tiger. just want to pick the tiger. Why is the tiger orange and black? And why is he striped per- perfectly like that? Well, I did some research, and the tiger, he hunts, you know, sunset. And he hunts, what does he hunt for? He hunts for antelope, which are in tall grass. And when the sun hits the tall grass just right, it turns bright orange. See, look at a picture. But he didn't just make him solid orange. He made him black stripes, and just it, it blends in with the shadows of the, of the, of the blades of grass. And it is beautiful. I love the Lord for his handiwork. And I could pick so many more examples, but we'll just stick with that one. Um, day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Amen. So this reminds us of God's, how his glory is nonstop. It doesn't matter what time of the day, what time of night. And oh, by the way, I'm sorry that we can't appreciate the heavens and, um, because of our city lights. If we're not out in the middle of Colorado to appreciate the, uh, just, I don't know, the, the 99% more of the stars that we don't see, it's glorious and we're really missing out so maybe one day we can take a trip there and really really um appreciate this verse more so <laughs> alrighty. so let's go to verse three there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard god's glory is seen heard and enjoyed by every living being right. um and it is a shame that we're not all just a perfect world that glorifies god because they all have their chance right. um but they and most of this world has God's word, but they choose to ignore it and just the, per- the perfect word that he's given us. So that was God's word is seen by everyone. Verse four, their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. If you think about a line, it's got an end. Well, it's got a beginning and it's got an end. That's what a definition of a line is. But notice it says it's gone out through all the world. There is no, and their words to the, their words to the end of the world. So it doesn't matter how deep you go or how far up you go, God's glory is everywhere. There's no beginning, there's no end. It's a sphere, and it's it's glorious, it's perfect. Um, so verse 5, this is probably my first, or this is my favorite um, of the first six verses talking about God's creation, which is, as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. Can you think of any better comparison of excitement and energy than a young man on his wedding day, he wakes up and he realizes, "Wait a minute, i don't have to be alone anymore." I, I can't imagine, but I imagine that'd be a pretty exciting day and you 'd be full of energy. Um, I know those of you who had been married remember that day and are probably still living that way, which is great so um, so that's a great I can't relate to the second comparison as much, but a strong man to run a race i've, I've been there before, and it is great to have energy to use your body to to just do do something great, like run, you know, a marathon or something. That's that's awesome. The Lord has given us strength, and it just really kind of sums up the glorious um, creation of God's word or of everything He's created. So, um, so verse six, His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and His circuit to the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. And this is talking about the sun, as well as verse five. It's actually talking about the sun, um, but the sun is glorious, and it is the most important thing out there. It keeps us alive. If the sun, he, yeah, it even says he has a tabernacle for the sun in verse 4. If the sun, he, he gave it a home, you know. And if it were any closer, if we were a million miles closer to our earth, we would burn up. If it were a million miles further, we would freeze. But it is perfect. 93 or just short of 93 million miles. Um, I love that. <clears throat> so verse 7, we're shifting into something even more special than God's word. Um, the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Has God's word changed your life? Is it changing your life? His word, it says converting the soul. It is constantly changing us, constantly making us better, wanting to do more for the Lord. Verse 8, the statute, oh, and the law, so the law of the Lord is different from the statutes of the Lord because the law is, think of it as the complete, the complete. Um, every, everything that he's given us, his word is perfect. You don't need to add to it. You don't need to take it away. His law is perfect. But then it says the statutes of the Lord are right. Every single individual um, commandment that he's given us is right and will work for our better. Um, so, and so rejoice in the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure enlightening the eyes. It is a game changer, a life changer um, for us. So verse 9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And we actually had a brother two years ago present this verse. So Austin Handel presented that two years ago. So if you want to listen to more about this verse, um, definitely check that out. But the fear of the Lord is clean. It is the it is the, it is the only right way to live a, a, a good life, and is by fearing the Lord. Um, verse ten: More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold; sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Do you desire anything other than God's word, or what do you desire more than God's word? Is it more valuable um, than anything? to you. You know, even gold to this day is one of the most valuable things you can have. It's always been that way, and it probably will always be true. Um, And what is sweeter than honey? You really can't find it. I mean, it's awesome. Um, They should be sweeter to us than honey, um, as an example. Moreover, by them, verse 11, is thy servant warned, and in keeping them of them is there is great reward. So the Lord is telling us, if you obey me, Love me and keep my commandments. I will really make it worth your while. Right. What do you have to lose, guys? I mean, come on, are we living for him or not? I want us all to be on the same boat together. So verse 12, who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. And Lord, help us to understand our errors. We are, this is talking about our nature. Our sin nature is so perverse and we are so wicked that we need the Lord to, we need the Lord to really open our eyes. Um, but honestly, we know a lot there is about sins, because the Lord has shown us truth, and he's helped us along the way. So really, we need verse 13, but we also need to pray for 12. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. This is the highest mark of a Christian. Actually, I want to say verse 14 is the highest mark. Um, Let us, yeah, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So we have different levels. You know, when you're a baby, you're born, you start out and your eyes are wide open and you're just taking life in. You know, you're really enjoying it. Um, but you know, sooner or later, you're going to learn how to read and communicate, and you're going to love God's word. And the Lord is going to regenerate you if you're a child of God, and you're going to enjoy. The, and it's going to be all over again. You're going to be excited about living, and um, your eyes are going to be wide open to God's word and just really taking it in. But and then you have to make a decision: Are you going to follow His word or not? Right. So, verse 13: um, If you're able to say, no to sin, knowing that it's wrong," that is the highest mark of a Christian, and knowing how to live for him. And then verse 14, being able to commune, commune with the Lord one-on-one perfectly and without sin. So where do you stand today? Do you love God's creation and don't love his word? Do you love God's creation, love his word, but don't follow it? We need to have all three of those in check. And right, right. so thank you for um, your li- listening and participation. Thank you. Amen. Amen.